Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, where we discuss all things empowering, encouraging and inspiring. My name is Yvonne Ellis. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, coach, trainer and founder of Yumi Empowerment, a company that facilitates the empowerment of people. I help people to make positive life change, live in their purpose and develop into their best version of self. I share stories, interviews, spiritual encouragement and actionable tips to empower, encourage and inspire you to live the life you want. So if you want to live the empowered life, join me each week on my podcast so we can take the journey together. Hello Empowered Lifers, welcome to episode 11 of Living the Empowered Life podcast. Hope you are all doing well. Thank you for taking your time to listen into this episode. I really do appreciate it. Wow, it seems like I just started yesterday, you know, with the podcast and uh, it's just been a really interesting journey so far. I'm still full of ideas and creative um, thoughts that I want to bring to you as well about how to live the empowered life. So if you would like to know more, don't forget to hit the follow button on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, whatever that is, Apple iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify hit the follow button so you can be notified of any new bi-weekly episodes. I would love to also know as well if these episodes are helping you to live the empowered life. Um, I'm really encouraged by some of the feedback that I've been getting on my episodes and that's been really nice. Also I have the courage course if you need an action plan to help you to go after your goals or dreams I will leave that in the show notes so you can check that out at your own leisure. Also, I have a YouTube channel called Living the Empowered Life, and I do share similar content on there as well. Um, I share like inspirational stuff, book reviews, and recently I did a book review on a book called Confidence by Dr. Robert Young, or Dr. Rob Young, and the book is about confidence, the art of getting what you want. I did a really quick book review on my thoughts on that book on my Living the Empowered Life YouTube channel and I will leave a link to that in the show notes as well. So in today's episode, episode 11 of the podcast, I want to talk to you about what to do in the waiting. Are you waiting for something? You know that period in between when you've done something. Maybe you've created products, you're waiting for a job to come up, waiting for your business to take off, for things to change in difficult situations or for you to finally get a breakthrough in personal challenges or waiting for a breakthrough result or answering something, then this episode is for you. The place of waiting is extremely difficult. It requires patience, wisdom, discernment, because sometimes in that place of waiting, it can seem like nothing is happening or not happening fast enough. And that can cause you to be tricked out of position. The place of waiting is unknown because it can be waiting for an hour. It can be waiting for a week, a day, months, years, even decades. So I want to share with you some things that I've been waiting for. I've been waiting 31 years for justice. 
ever since the age of 13 when I was sexually abused by my dad going into care. I never got no justice through the courts of this land, even though there was physical evidence, even though there was psychological evidence. At the time, back in 1989, the CPS said that without the place where it happened, because, you know, my parents got rid of the room where the abuse was happening, it would be unlikely that it would go to court and get a successful outcome. And I've waited 31 years to get some type of justice, but I'm hoping that the Lord will bring that for me. I've been waiting 13 years for proper reconciliation with my firstborn daughter. I talk about what happened in that circumstance in my book, Daughter Arise. I will leave a link to it in the show notes. We've had some contact on and off, but not proper reconciliation. And I've been waiting 13 years for that. And I've been waiting three years so far for continuous streams of income. As you know, I've shared on this podcast before, I'm self-employed, stepped out into the unknown back in April 2018 to set up Yimmy Empowerment my company that facilitates the empowerment of people through resources and services. And I'm now three years in and still I have not had a continuous income month in, month out. So as you can see from those three examples of things that I'm waiting for that I have shared with you, they've all differed in time length. They're for all different types of things. And what I've noticed in all these different periods of waiting, whether that's for a result, a breakthrough, a change in the situations, is that none of them are in my control. They're dependent upon people, upon circumstances, upon the right time, upon opportunities. And it has been very, very difficult. Um, there have been times where I've cried, especially about personal situations. There's been times where I felt anger about um, certain situations having to wait. And it has been really difficult for me um, in some of these situations. But I want to share with you a little bit about how I manage the waiting period for these things. Because I think it's important to share with you not just the things that I've been waiting for, but how I am managing the waiting period. So the first thing that has helped me in the waiting period is having patience. Now, I am not a patient person at all. Well, at least I wasn't a patient person. But I think through the circumstances that I've had in my life, things that I've been through, these situations that I've shared with you, it has taught me to have patience because, as I said, All these things are outside of my control. I was never a patient person, but having patience and developing patience has humbled me as a person because, you know, before I just expected things to just happen because I felt that I'd waited long enough. But going through life, you learn that it's not like that. Everything has been outside of my control. So what can I do? I've had to change my heart, my posture towards situations. And I've asked God to help me with having the patience to wait. 
in having the patience to wait is to say that I do trust God's timing and that he knows best. I may not like it, but that is just the way it is. So one of the things I think I've learned a lot is that patience is definitely something that is needed in the waiting. The second thing that I've learned in the waiting or had to change in the waiting is my attitude. I had a bad attitude at first in the waiting. I had already been through enough. I felt that, you know, I should get the answers that I wanted now. I should get the results that I wanted now. I wanted things to happen right now. And when I couldn't understand why it was not happening, I used to get a bit of a bad attitude. I felt I was entitled, yet I was entitled to nothing. People, circumstances, opportunities are not meant to be just given to me, you know. And I let pride come into my heart and life. Being prideful and having a bad attitude just results in delay. So that's something that I had to work on, having a better attitude in the waiting. Another thing that came to me in the waiting period that through all these situations was quite common, but more so common in the personal situations like, you know, waiting for justice and proper reconciliation with my daughter is blame. Waiting caused me to believe that I must have done something wrong, why the things I desired had not come to pass yet. I centred and focused the reason why my waiting period was being prolonged around me instead of thinking about things from a broader perspective. But there are some key things I think I've done in the waiting period um, that's really helped me. And that is to work on myself. I've become empowered in my situations and challenges by understanding that I only have the power to change me. I can't change anybody else. I can't force people to have contracts with me. These things need to be cultivated over time. In personal situations, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. You know, so the only thing that I could do was just to work on me, work on my mindset, work on developing myself, work on uh, developing my business. Through prayer, changing my perspective on everything, allowing the process of patience to develop, using the time of waiting to my advantage, as I mentioned, you know, working on myself, developing myself, changing my mindset, rather than focusing on things that I can do nothing about. Now, when waiting doesn't work is if you are just waiting for things to change in your life, but you've put no effort, time, prayer or work into anything. In those circumstances, the waiting period is going to be not effective for you. This only applies to things, as I said, that you have put effort, time, prayer or work into. So I want to share with you three things that you can do in your period of waiting Maybe you're doing them already, maybe you're not, but I want to share them with you because I believe that they may help you to navigate this period and season of your life. If you've got a journal, as I've shared on other episodes, I think it's a really good thing to have a journal to write down, you know, your thoughts, things that you're going through. If you haven't got a journal, you know, it's worth investing in one. You can just get a notebook, you know, from the pound shop, you know, or something 
and have that as a journal or just a notebook to write these things down. First thing I want to share with you is to work on your attitude. You can work on your attitude, you know, by having a positive outlook on situations, telling yourself, you know, positive things about the situation, even though it might not seem positive. Having a upbeat outlook about the situation can all help towards your attitude. It is not worth your time or energy having a bad attitude. This is what I've learned from my period of waiting because it's just energy draining. And the time that you spend in the waiting season of your life in that waiting period could be better used towards other things. The second thing I want to share with you is about preparing yourself in the waiting period. What is it you're doing in the waiting period whilst you're waiting for those breakthroughs, those results, those good outcomes or whatever outcome you're waiting for? What is it you're doing in this period? How are you preparing? Are you um, praying about the situation? Are you developing yourself in the waiting period? Are you reading books of knowledge or acquiring new skills? Say, for instance, if you are um, developing products or, you know, you have a business, are you doing things that are going to help you to develop those things better or do things better? Preparation is an important thing that you can do within the waiting period. Rather than twiddling your thumbs, you know, sitting on your hands, watching the time go by, use it to your advantage. Think about the things that you're waiting for and think about what you can do whilst you're waiting. And the last thing I want to share with you about what you can do in the waiting period is reflect. What have you learned during your period of waiting? The quiet moments? Have you grown, developed as a person, identified areas within you that you need to work on? Do you see the situation different or do you see it the same? Maybe you've been waiting for things like me for many years. Is your thinking still the same as when it was a year ago in a situation, 10 years ago, 30 years ago? Or have you noticed that how you perceive the situation, how you think about the situation has changed? Write all these things down. I want to share Bible scripture with you before I go today. And it's from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, 5 to 6. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. That is one of the most important things that I have done in the waiting period. And that is to pray and ask God for guidance in situations and also ask God to help me not to rely on my own understanding of situations because sometimes when you're looking on things from a physical point of view as far as your eye can see as far as you can hear it can seem like situations will never change so asking God to help me with being able not to rely on what I can see hear and feel has helped me in the most challenging times in my seasons of waiting so check out that Bible verse if you can, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. As I finish this episode, I want to leave you with this. Try and be 
joyful in the waiting. Try and have peace in the waiting. As I've just shared in that Bible scripture, if you need peace in the waiting, ask God to give it to you and he will. Try and be present in the waiting, meaning that engaging all the lessons, all the ups and downs and experiences that the waiting brings. Don't resent it. Don't ignore the blessings it can bring. As I say this to you, I am saying this to myself because I am still waiting for so many things. So don't let this waiting period go by without something useful coming out of it for yourself. Whether that is to learn something, develop on something, reflect on something, don't let it pass you by. So thank you for listening into this episode. I will post that I've uploaded this episode onto my Instagram, which is Yumi underscore empowerment. Also my Twitter page and Facebook, which is also Yumi Empowerment, Living the Empowered Life. I will leave links to them in the show notes. In the comments, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, I would love to know from you what you are doing in your season of waiting or what you have learned in your season of waiting. Don't forget to hit the follow button to be notified of any of the new bi-weekly episodes and all links will be in the show notes. Take care and I will see you on the next episode.